Hello there, and welcome back to the Riverdale Rumor, where we uncover the Sweetwater secrets one episode at a time. This is a recap rewatch podcast of the CW's Riverdale. I'm Caleb Wade, and this is my co-host, Mary Miller. Mary, how are you doing tonight? I'm... I'm wonderful. <laughs> don't don't mind to our listeners. We just got off of work. I know, and it was... Mm, okay. Shall we announce what we're trying to do with the scheduling? Hi, baby girl. Um, you mean the moving it to yeah. so once a week? We decided mutually that twice or twice a month or biweekly wouldn't necessarily pan out the best way. Yeah, I guess. When it came to covering this season and moving on to future seasons. So we're kind of in this mode of rescheduling a few things. We're going to try weekly for a time, see how that works. Uh, we're probably going to discuss some other alternatives later on down the line. But that means more Riverdale rumor for you guys. And more Riverdale for us. So, yay! yay. We are covering Chapter 4, Episode 4 of Season 1, The Last Picture Show. That's right. So... I did not take notes over this episode because I had therapy and I did not have time to watch the episode, but Mary did. So shall we? I have minimal notes. Um, I can I can tell you what I remember or what I think I remember. Mm. So we, uh, I know that we get a scene rather early on where uh, Jughead's pissed about the uh, cinema, the drive, the drive-in. Uh, theater being closed down. Yeah, it's being renovated because biker gangs are being like, "Hey, this uh, th- we at this spot, this uh, this uh, spot." And then the mayor's just like, "I don't, I don't care for this. I really, yeah. I don't think, no, I don't, no." So, Jughead starts the episode off pissed, and Hermione's still working at Pops, Veronica's mom. And uh, Jughead's like, hey, we need to fight back. We need to do this. We need to do that. Betty's still freaking out over the fact that, like, I think she knows that. She knows that Miss Granny was at Sweetwater River. River. She doesn't know for sure that they were together. That Archie yeah. and Miss Granny were, to, were together. But she's that's why she's so shook. Yeah. She's like, that sounds kind of sketchy. That sounds plausible. Uh, so... Cheryl's also bitching about something. I can't fucking remember. Um, no. I don't remember why, but I, I know she was... She, she was talking to her two bitches. And then she goes and, like, is for some reason a total cunt to Hermione? Yeah, like, she... Nate, Hermione, like, goes to grab the money for the check and whatnot. She's like... Make sure to put all that money in the cash register. I know that lodges have sticky fingers. And then Veronica goes to defend her mom. But Hermione, queen that she is, like, no, Veronica, I got this. You know, Cheryl, I grew up with your mom. She didn't know the difference between having having money and having class either. I was like, bitch. Yes. So, <laughs> there's that. And Veronica's like, yeah, go, mom. And uh, so they're talking... Uh, the, so, the, it's Betty, Jughead, Veronica, and Kevin, right, talking? Yeah. 
Kevin's apparently part of the group now. <laughs> and then it cuts to Archie and Fred at one of Miss Grundy's, like, cello recitals. Yeah. And she's playing beautifully, and then she meets eyes with Archie with me in sex flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, this is still creepy, because this is, like, a 25-year-old. <laughs> or, like, a 22-year-old, I would say. Playing like a 15, 16 year old, and he does not look 16, he looks like he's 18. Hi, baby girl. Do you have input? Do you have something to say? Okay. <laughs> all right. She's like, No, I want pets. That's all I'm here for. So, uh, there's a cello recital, and then Fred is like awkwardly like, Hey, you know, if you're alone tonight, you know, like, if you don't have anything better to do, why don't we take you out to dinner? And Archie's like, Dad, please no. Yeah. <laughs> like, but Fred, being the good guy that he is, like, d- has no idea what the fuck's going on between Geraldine and Archie. So, uh, where do your notes pick up? After the... <laughs> Attention um... hog. My dog is an intention hog. Okay, um, well actually, I got the, uh, the whole cello thing. Okay. Was before that Cheryl being a cunt to Hermione. Really? And then it was, oh. that's how I have it here. Oops. And then I have it like, I think it was during this whole little encounter that Betty confronts Archie about the whole thing and then like veronica walks in oh uh they go to dinner and then oh okay that's later then. Right. yeah so pop come here come here pop she's like give me give me fucking tribute <laughs> and okay then so I put booty tutoring here. that's right okay so betty uh sees uh archie uh okay so we got some scenes flip-flopped but betty sees archie uh, Fred and Miss Grundy and she's like excuse me for a minute I needed to go slap a bitch and then Jughead's like no Betty please don't wait no so Betty says hey can you talk to me outside school stuff which okay if you had to tell something to your friend like secretly text them well yeah but if he's they're like he might not have his phone turned on, like if he's supposed to be having a nice dinner with his dad and teacher. Well, text him and then he'll get to it eventually. Yeah, but she wants to talk to him now because she's Betty and that's how she rolls. Ugh. She wants the answers and she wants them immediately. So, yeah, she's here. I got it. Pop, come on. Over here. Over here, Pop. Over here. She's like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. fucking moving. Okay. Like, fuck you. So, Betty confronts Archie, and she, in the middle of their rather loud conversation, yeah. that's supposed to be, like, hushed, Veronica's like, oh my god, you're having an affair with your music t-share? T- and then, like, they're just like, ah, and Be- Veronica's like, I don't know, Arch, like... Betty's kind of in the right, morally and ethically. <laughs> because, like, you're playing with fire here, bud. 
She doesn't say that, but, like, that's what I interpreted from that scene. Like, so, like, pretty much. And then, also, Veronica's first thought is, like, what are they talking about? Is it about me? (laughs) I'm like, girl, no one gives that much of a shit. It's been three weeks. New girl, new girl's dead. I don't get, like, (laughs) I don't, I don't, like, okay. Mm, I don't know if this is the right question to ask you because of your past with education. But um, if you were introduced to a new person, mm-hmm. right, how long did it take for you to forget that fucker's name if you did not talk to them constantly? Um, not long. In fact, I forget your name half the time except Girl, for your how name. Girl, how dare you? How fucking... No. No, not again. Not again. <laughs> oh, pop, come here. Hey, you're not humping her again. I will pet you for eternity, but you are not humping her again. Like, because she's like, (laughs) she kind of stood up, like, trying to either get up or get into the position. And I'm just like, nope, uh, we're not having uh, Baby Girl 2, Hot Dog Summer 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) So, um, what is after, like, oh, uh, Kevin makes a comment, it's like, what was life before Veronica got here? I honestly have no idea. I don't know if that was a, like, uh, wow, like, she's so commanding, like, I'm so glad to have, like, a fierce fan, or a fucking dig meta-wise, because the show starts with Veronica coming to town. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you, you looked up, like, rather scared into the distance there for a second. Um, I don't know have answers for that so what is after that scene oh um i think the next thing i have on there is hermione's talking to one of the that's right hermione is talking to a leather jacketed gentleman who is rather intense and cheryl sees that yeah because she can't let anything fucking go and so her and her little two bitchy friends are (laughs) Her and her bitches, woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, take like, a picture, make a note of it. Yeah, take a picture, make a note of it. Uh, fun fact, sidebar. Uh, one of the best lyrics that I've heard in a while is from the musical Six. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and it's a musical about the Henry the Eighth's six wives. Okay. And with it's uh the, because there's an old nursery rhyme: divorced, beheaded, died; divorced, beheaded, survived. And yeah, when well, 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 not a nursery rhyme, but a way to remember like what happened to the six wives. So with uh, Anna of Cleves, who was divorced because her face didn't match her portrait, Mm -hmm. which honestly was awful. Like she, it's it's like this kind of like rap song, like how she's just fine with without Henry. And like, uh, she's like she's talking about being a player and like going like hunting. It's just like, and she said, and the lyric is, "Where are my ha- where are my hounds out? Really, the bitches and the rest of the cast who are playing the rest of the wives go woof." <laughs> I'm just like, bitch, <laughs> that is fucking good. <laughs> so um, Hermione's talking to a rather dangerous looking gentleman who seems real intense and 
you know, I don't know if we'll ever see him again. Mm. Who knows? I hope so. But from from what I saw of his silent argument with Hermione, I don't know. So, after that, uh, I believe it's the next day at school? Yeah. Um, I think that's when, uh, I think that's when Betty does, like, uh, school oh, interview. Interview with Miss Grundy, yeah. And she's just like, oh, you know, you haven't, she's very, she's asking very leading questions. Yeah. See, how would, how would you, would how would you have conducted this interview if you were. I would everybody. not have. <laughs> you wouldn't have all. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have even attempted it. No, I. That's that's not how I am though as a person. I, I would not have done. You would just be sitting in front of Miss Grundy. I like your hair, and then you just leave. <laughs> um, that was a very odd interview. I would ask her very normal questions, but write down her answers and publish the article. Yeah. But take note of her body language when I ask simple questions. You're smarter than Betty, so... <laughs> I would say that my wisdom score is higher than Betty's. Definitely. Um. So, she it's revealed that Miss Grundy also tutored Jason Blossom one-on-one. Yeah. And then Betty makes a stupid mistake by was like... He was like pretty hot, right? Or were, were they talking like, about Archie? Any, uh, no, he was talking. She was talking about Jason Lawson. They were talking about how tragic it is that he, uh, you know, that that, that he died like yeah, and two, like, three days ago. <laughs> and so Betty's like, and he's like, well, he was so talented and this and that. And she's like, yeah, he's pretty cute too. And Miss Grundy's <laughs> like, uh, I don't like, think of my students that way. Oh no, oh my god, no, 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 oh my god. It's like, well, I gotta prepare for class, so fuck you and your fucking article. <laughs> and then, uh, I believe Jughead is passing out flyers to save the drive-in. Because he's Little Miss Activist. Mm-hmm. And Archie's just like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do about Grundy. And Jughead's like, bruh. <laughs> he's like, well, if Betty publishes anything about Grundy, it's like, look, Betty's an idiot. Like, she's... Not going to publish anything that might harm you. Probably. Well, he doesn't say that she's an idiot. No. He basically just makes it sound like she's such a nice person that she wouldn't do that to Archie. Yeah, she wouldn't do that to Archie because it would hurt Arch. Whoa. <laughs> Thanks, computer. But uh, it would hurt Archie, so she wouldn't do it. And then but Archie's like, but I'm going to handle it my way or probably some stupid variation. Right. Hi. You good? Mm-hmm. You gotta go lay down, sweetie? She's just mean mugging me. <laughs> go lay down, sweetie. No, no. Which one's more nevins? She's like, I'll lay down where I please, you big ass bitch. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. I miss you too. Hi, sweetie. So, <laughs> uh, Kevin and Veronica are also talking in like the, uh, Lounge area? Yeah. Some kind of couch in the school. My my couch never had a lounge area. My (laughs) 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 It's late. (
morning when we record these. My school <laughs> never had had a lounge area with like a couch or anything. I don't believe. Like, Mine did. Had a whole like living room, I hate kitchen, you so much. all that. <laughs> Mary was homeschooled, if we have not established that already. I believe we already have. So, oh. believe me when I say I was the most popular kid <laughs> in my class. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> my couch didn't have a lounge area. <laughs> this would be called Couches in the Lounge Areas. <laughs> so... <laughs> Kevin and Veronica are having a conversation about going to the drive-in, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh, well, you know, I guess I, I, I guess I'll just borrow my dad's truck, and then we can go together. Yeah, that's cool. And then Cheryl, like a bitch, it's like, I'm going to insult your mom now, in a very severe high ponytail. Mm-hmm. And then Veronica's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No one has time for your bullshit, Cheryl. That's the, that's the constant mood with Kevin, Veronica, and Cheryl. Literally, no one has time for your bullshit. And then she shows the, I didn't know if you caught this, but the very bad photoshopped image of Hermione and the biker dude on the oh. phone. And, like, and she tries to zoom it in, like, the picture kind of moves outside of the frame of the phone. I didn't know if you caught that. I didn't. Oh my god, it's so bad. And then she's like, well, yeah, I'm something about, about how your mom's a hoe. And then Cheryl, like, walks away and then Veronica's like, well, shit. So, uh, Kevin still, uh, Kevin still has no time for the bullshit. Kevin's starting to be okay, I guess. He doesn't, as far as I can remember, he doesn't do anything severe. Yeah, he doesn't do anything really that problematic or stupid yeah, this episode. This episode. For the next five minutes at least. Yeah. So what's next? Um, the scene where uh, Veronica goes to her mom and asks her about the photo. And and to her credit, Hermione gives a very solid answer. Like, what? What do you? What? Like, <laughs> that guy made a stupid pass at me. I was setting him straight. And then I realized I recognized him from high school. Yeah, she's like, I went to school here. I know people. I know people. Like, yeah, there may be, like, bikers and, like, preppy moms and whatever. But I did go to school here. I'm from here. Yeah. It's okay. You need to cool it down, Mia. Then Veronica's like, cast, and they press X to doubt. (laughs) She's like, okay, I'll I'll leave you alone for, like, all of five more minutes, Mom. So, uh... I believe it's Betty writing in her diary again. Um, maybe. Or is it, uh, or is this the scene where, uh, I'm usually on top of my game, guys, but like. It's been a long one. It's been a long one. Also, I did not have as much time because I also went to therapy today. Not that that's a bad thing or it should be a cause, uh, a detritus in your life. I just think that therapy is important because I think we should destigmatize mental health. In every sort of facet in our lives. Therapy should not be a last resort. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> um, the next thing I have is Jughead going to the mayor about the... That's right. He talked about... He talked it with uh, uh, Miss Sierra McCoy. Yeah. And she was just like, Jughead, that's cute and everything. Your story about your family. But I'm really invested in the future of this town. 
there have been some crazy, there's been some, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> there's been some crazy shit going on. And I really, really want to make it so that we can have a future past murders, past creepy stuff. We can revitalize this town. Yeah. Jughead's like, well, fuck you. And <laughs> Basically. Basically. Because the dri- the uh, drive- drive-in is his second home, his home away from home. And Mayor uh, McCoy's like, that's sweet and all, kid, but I, I can't do anything. The deal's been done. Uh, it's it's happening. D- does she tell her, him that Andrew's construction is going to tear it down? Is that how he finds out? I think so, but mm. I don't remember exactly who tells him about it. Fair enough. Um, okay. So... <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Like, I am very low energy. I don't have any notes. I'm flying off the seat of my pants, and I'm just trying to keep up with Mary's notes. And it's been a rough one. They're not well-written notes, so, yeah. We're sorry. Also, not a lot happened in the grand scheme, right? Mm, I mean, there's a little bit towards the end. Yeah. That's more like... But it's mainly plot A is Jughead trying to save the drive-in. Plot B is Betty and Archie's bullshit. Plot C is Veronica and her mom. Which is somewhat just... Are you you doing criminal things? No. Okay. Alright. I better not see you talking to any guy in a leather jacket. Then it's like, Miha, calm down. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God, that face. (laughs) Alright, okay. Full on Two Face. Like, well, you see. I can't be having any leather clad gentlemen in this gear, Riverdale. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> uh, a podcast, apparently. Uh, we're podcasting. This actually may be one of our shorter episodes because I don't have notes. <laughs> leading the discussion. <laughs> um, okay. We'll, we'll see what happens. Things are weird. Uh, next is uh, Betty goes investigating more. Of- Unsleuther? Yeah. Full-on sleuthing about Miss Grundy. No, her web engine. No. Her web search engine is sleuther. That's stupid. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I caught that. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? So, Betty provides a lot of information to Archie. Like, hey, friend, friendo, man I love but will not love me back. Um, Miss Grundy didn't exist until about a year ago. And the only person that I found with that name, Geraldine Grundy, is an elderly elderly woman who died seven years ago. So, I don't know what sh- what's going on. I really don't know what's happening, but I think you should be careful. Because she taught Jason Blossom, and that, fu- that fucker's dead. Yeah. And then Archie, after sipping his dumb bitch juice milkshake, <laughs> made lovingly by Pop. Uh, Pop, can I get the DVJ? Thanks. 
little little slice of a uh, mango. What is okay? If you had a dumb bitch juice smoothie or milkshake, mm-hmm. what would be the fruit accompaniment? Dumb bitch juice. I'm thinking honeydew and cantaloupe. Mm. Because only some people like them. No, 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 that's stupid. No. Tomato. Yeah. Because it's technically a fruit. But who's dumb enough to have it in the smoothie? Nobody. Literally nobody. <laughs> I love how you're so fucking offended. Like, I'm sorry. The fuck are you talking about, Caleb? Literally nobody. <laughs> who the fuck are you? The fuck is you who? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... <laughs> Um, fuck. Um, Archie Archie basically says, get off my dick. (laughs) I'll handle it my way because I'm a man. If you were my friend and if you really cared about me, you'd drop this. Now, I'll repeat what I said to you off mic. If I was Betty in this scene and someone's... Dumbass Archie Andrews said, if you were really my friend, you'd drop this. I would put him on fucking blast. I would fucking verbally destroy him. I'm sorry. You want me to prove I'm your fucking friend? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Your stomach's like, yeah! (laughs) Fucking prove it, you dizzy-ass bitch! So... I was just like, you want me to prove that I'm your friend? Every single moment of our lives coming from... Oh my god. Coming... Uh, <laughs> your stomach always takes me out. It's like, yeah? What about it? Every single part of our fucking lives, ever since childhood, in which I spent extra amounts of my time to make sure that you were up at my level so we could still be friends continually throughout our schooling every single fucking time I have been there for you when you wanted me to be even when you didn't want me to be and now that you are misguided and hypnotized by by whatever this cougar is doing with your dick Now you want me to prove my fucking friendship to you? Now you want me to stop honestly fucking protecting you from your own base stupid ass impulses? That's what you want me to do, Archie? Fine. I'll fucking let it go. But when all of this goes down in flames and you're caught in the fucking epicenter, don't you dare put my fucking name in your mouth. Excuse me, Veronica. Well, she really is like, okay. Okay, I'll drop it, fine. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, that, oh, that, that really bothers me. If you were really my friend, you'd blank. How dare you leverage our friendship? Like, uh, that trope in movies, in television series, if you were really my blank, you'd blank. That fucking pisses me off sometimes. 
If I've ever done that to you, I apologize. I don't think so. But then again, I forget most things. So Time is weird. Memory is weird. Sense. Mental health, and a bad mental health often gobbles up memory. Well, that explains why I have the memory of like an eight-year-old Alzheimer's patient. I'm sorry. Pause. Did you say 80 or 8? 80. Okay. I had a very, very awkward image in my mind. I don't, I don't think I want to know. Uh. When's the postman coming again? <laughs> Did you hear about that, that Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> I... I hear Jim Caviezel's real happy in that film. Is is that kid okay? <laughs> I remember the days of the Candy Crush. <laughs> um, Do you remember the Fruit Ninja? <laughs> um, You'd move your finger across the screen and go, Snicker snack, snicker snack. And a delicious fruit salad you'd make. My mother never gave me a first. <laughs> okay, the reason I laughed is that Mary checked her phone and her lock screen is her tiny daughter. And just for a second, I imagined this voice coming out of Emma. Oh. <laughs> to which I was going to say, Mother never let me have fruit salad. <laughs> When will I get to play with the dolls again, mummy? <laughs> what the fuck is this podcast? This is a different dangerous energy. Okay, um, so what's next, please? They break into uh, Miss Grundy's car. That's right. B and V. With a B and E. <laughs> that joke was made last episode by Cheryl. It was. <laughs> I know. I just remembered that. Like, I already blocked that episode out again. So. Yeah. Oof. That was a really bad episode. But, uh, Betty and Veronica break into Grundy's car, and uh, they see a gun. Ooh. And some licensing and whatnot that says that her name is Jennifer Gisbon. Gis- Gibson? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Gisbon or something. For some reason, my brain is barely freaking working. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Darn you, Arby's. You've lulled me into a false sense of security <laughs> once again. <laughs> I remember when you used to, they used to allow you to play in the McPlay pace. <laughs> I remember when McDonald's had a ball pit. I don't. And the big slide. Do you know what the E in Chuck E. Cheese means? It means both. <laughs> oh no. I think it means entertainment. But <laughs> I don't know why I think this is so fucking funny. It's not gonna be as funny when I wake up and listen back to this and just go, ooh. Actually it was pretty good. <laughs> Do you remember the Harry Potter <laughs> and the Wizarding World? 
That old headmaster was a queer, my mommy said. (laughs) 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 To which I said, mommy, that's an odd word. What does that mean? And she said, well, darling, that... (laughs) (laughs) Well, darling, it means that he likes boys and only boys. To which I replied, you can do that? And then mommy never talked to me again. <laughs> I don't know why this is fucking... I don't know why this is the most fucking funny thing to me right here, right now. What the fuck is going on here on this day? <coughs> I see you're coughing. It sounds like you have a bit of a tuberculosis. <laughs> Give me a fucking. What happens next in the episode before I lose my fucking mind? What? What happens next in the episode before oh, I lose uh, my fucking mind, please? Um, I may have skipped things, but uh, Jughead goes to Fred Andrews about the whole Twilight drive in construction deal. Uh huh. And tries to make him feel like an asshole about it. Because saying, he fired. Well, he said, you've already put one Jones out of work, why not another one? Cause to which Fred rightfully replies, you work? <laughs> <laughs> well, his like, actual response uh, was about his dad. Like, look, Jug, I didn't want to, but like your dad was stealing from us. Yeah, he's like, and then, of course, like a pouty teenager is just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when the maid used to steal from us silverware, bits and baubles. My pride. <laughs> so you're eight. What the fuck are you talking about? Why are you talking like a mid-Atlantic, thirty-five-year-old woman? Do you remember <laughs> the trolley? <laughs> I remember the trolley and the scooter and the grazer. <laughs> Do you remember the Nokia? Um, Solid things would go crick crack all against my friends' heads. It's like, whoa! <laughs> the fuck did you just say? I'm saying I used my Nokia phone to beat uh, beat up Jennifer Hudson. of adulting and how people have to make harsh decisions like firing someone even if they don't want to. And even if they're your friend. Yeah. Oh, and God. Sa- and says something like, well, you, you do what you gotta do or whatever helps you sleep at night kind of thing. Like. And, uh, Fred, and Fred's like, I will, I will contemplatively sip from my mug of coffee. <laughs> Pretty much, because 
he didn't like like always. He didn't do anything wrong. He did not. Fred Andrews, ninety five percent of the time. We don't know about that five percent. He may have been a wild teenager. Who fuck knows. Oh, yeah. Never does anything wrong. He is a good guy. That's the thing. I don't understand why Archie and Jughead and most of the people in this town are shitty to him. I don't either. He's <coughs> just like, oh, like yeah, he fired Jughead's dad, but that's, as a business owner, that's what he had to do. Exactly. I need, I hope that the zombie's not the same color too. No, fuck. <laughs> Sad. Um. I remember when they invented iced tea. Oh my god. We didn't have sugar in it because we were not babies. <laughs> the South. The South. <laughs> I okay. Know. I don't okay. know. I don't even know what the story of this young eight-year-old Alzheimer's patient is anymore. I think she's just possessed by an old, kindly, but very talkative ghost. Anyway, Jughead's a bitch. Just, yeah. A bitch to Fred, who deserves none of this. He never does. Also, shout out. Hey, Neve, I know that you're listening right now. We want you to know that you're fantastic. And I am so sorry you have to listen to this episode with me losing my fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> So, what is next? Um, Maybe next time I'll have much more of a focus with my own notes and not have to go into this bit because my mind is exploding. Okay, uh, Archie goes to Miss Grundy about the, um, about Betty finding the gun and ID and all that in her car. Mm-hmm. Is your name Jennifer Gisbon? <laughs> Gibson. Gisbon. <laughs> Whatever. Is, is your name Jennifer Morrison? <laughs> did you start, did you start in house? Or were you the star of Once Upon a Time? Were you? Were you, Miss Grundy? And she's like, um, no, but thank you for the compliment. I remember compliments. Okay. Oh my god. It's, watch, it's gonna be like five episodes from this where I do not do it at all. And then, Once Upon a Time. Maybe during the commentary track. Like, I'll just pull it out. We'll just lose it laughing and just miss the episode for like 13 minutes. So, Miss Grundy tells a very heartfelt story about how she's hiding from her ex and how her ex was real abusive and real, real bad man. Does not give the name of this ex. But, But yeah, that's why she's running. To which I made a joke as we were kind of recapping the episode before this recording. I said, "Is it okay? So what's your what's your boyfriend's name?" Rex, um, Excalibur. Rex Excalibur. Yes, he was a terrible, <laughs> terrible man. And it cu- Smash cuts to like two months previous, or like a year before. And Rex is like this like very nice businessman. Like he's he hasn't let wall street's corporate greed like get to him like you know you know jennifer i really think that we can actually start a relationship here and i'm so glad that we've been dating for about two years i wouldn't i know this is sudden but have you ever thought of marriage 
everyone's like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, Rex, I left my purse in my car. The purse in your car that's at my place because we took my car and you have your purse with you. Secondary purse. You can't be too careful on the streets of Tulsa, Oklahoma. But but we're in Seattle. Okay, I will be right back. I will be right <laughs> back with my secondary purse. I'll be, just you hold on you hold on to that thought, you cute, cute little silly Billy. And then it's like and then it smash cuts back to her now. Terrible man. <laughs> so it then goes to Alice finding the gun, right? Um, well, first it goes to Alice and Hal going to Fred Andrews' house. Who is contemplatively sipping from his mug. Minding his own business. and sh- They're just like, our kids don't need to hang out anymore. And then he just goes... <coughs> <laughs> and then she says, well... I remember coffee. <laughs> she says that... I've seen your son sneaking out at all hours of night, doing all kinds of bad things. Doing all kinds of shenanigans and hullabaloo and hanky-panky and <laughs> hoodwinking. And then Fred's like, Alice, are, are, you, spying on are us? you spying on us? You know what? Let's go, Hal, actually. We made our point very clear. <laughs> that, that almost sent me. It's just like, are you, are you spying on me? Well, actually, I need to go. I have a pie that is about to be in an oven. And in Tulsa. I don't know what it is about Tulsa. Like, my dad lives in Tahlequah. Oh. Yeah. He needs... He has not met my boyfriend yet. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, so, goes to that, and then, and then Alice finds the gun? Yeah. Okay. And then immediately checks... Betty's diary, who, Betty is an idiot for keeping a meticulous diary. Especially about all of those things. Especially when she grew up with a mom that is a journalist. And then Betty is like walking home like, oh my god, I've had the roughest day. And Alice just opens the door and goes, bitch! (laughs) She doesn't actually go. (laughs) She's like, finally! I think she says finally. Yes. And it's like, what? What's going on? It's like, well, it's like, well, I want to know how my daughter got this. And then Betty's like, holy shit, I will explain everything. I swear to you. Oh, you will explain everything. And then she got put clatters down the gun. Now get in the car, girl. Mm. So uh, I guess she rounds up Fred Andrews as well. And then we see Archie. I believe we see Archie, like in Miss. No, it cuts to the drive-in, doesn't it? Yeah, the next is the drive-in, because that's where she picks up Fred from. That's right. Okay, so we cut to see the drive-in that's playing Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause, I believe? Yes. (laughs) I remember film. Oh my god. (laughs) Film. (laughs) I remember film. Oh my god. Sweet, sweet boy film. Died in a car crash. How old was she, how old was Philem? About twenty three. <laughs> it was a shame how his brake lines got cut. What? 
My word, could you give me some orange juice? You are eight? <laughs> are you sure you do not want water? I'm sorry. And by talking to a nurse, an orderly or the fucking devil. <laughs> water for a child <laughs> as 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 old as me. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck this character is going. This character is on off the rails. So we cut to the drive-in. Uh, Fred is with Hermione. Kevin's with Veronica. And uh, Sheriff Color is just kind of cruising around, patrolling, making sure his son's okay and whatnot. Mm. Oh, 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 we uh, forgot the scene where Sheriff Color said gay rights. He's completely okay with the son being gay. Well, yeah. Just eh. not cruising in the woods. Don't, don't go cruising in the woods. You don't know what kind of sickos are out there. Yeah. And Which is a smart response. Kevin's like, oh my god, dad, I don't cruise in the woods. And then then Sheriff Carroll's like, I don't care, boy. Now get. <laughs> you can have the car. Now get. Get. <laughs> Well, thanks, Dad. So, Kevin, like a stupid, stupid ass, stupid, <laughs> yells at, yells at the bikers, kind of being rowdy throughout the movie. And it's just like, "Hey, you stop that!" And then the bikers like, "What the fuck? What the fuck are you gonna do?" And Veronica's like, "Hey, you stop that!" And they're like, "Fucking, I don't, fine, what the fuck ever." Yeah, you listen to my friend. That's totally how it went, right? Pretty much. <laughs> so Cheryl, so Fred and Hermione are enjoying. It's just like, and then Fred's like, "Oh yeah, we we came up here to watch Candyman. I fucking hated that movie." It's like, oh well, did you did you imagine that I would hop into your arms and be a frightened damsel in distress? And Fred's like, well, no, but you did kiss me. <laughs> you did kiss me like twice or so. It was the briefest of summer flings, Fred. <sighs> then she gets a text. I'm sorry, I'm just going to grab a snack, some more popcorn. Oh, hey, I'll go with you. It's actually dangerous out there. There's probably a murder out there. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. I'm just going to powder my nose, Fred. Pardonnez moi. And. I remember powdering my nose. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, as our, as Hermione leaves, <laughs> Fred turns and it's just Alice's face. And then it's just like, oh, I need something to knock on. Hold on. Fred! We need to chat! <laughs> um, Kevin, uh... Cheryl pulls up right in front of Cher- of Veronica and Kevin. Yeah. It's like, move over, outcasts, make room. And they're like, um, okay, sure, whatever. Fine. As long as we, you know, all chill out. And then it's just, and then they make a comment like, ugh, that jacket. Veronica's like, that hair. And then <laughs> Cheryl says, Jason used to love the theater. <laughs> or the drive-in and then Kevin and Veronica give the realest look I was like is this bitch for real and I lost it <laughs> like I was like oh it's like we are all tired of your bullshit Cheryl does she say anything more after that I don't think she even says much in this episode she just kind of interjects occasionally trying to make herself still relevant yeah 
and I hate and I hate that that's what Cheryl's character is uh, as we've seen that because she still has a heart but it's just like well I need to make myself relevant because I remember I remember relevancy oh my god <laughs> um yeah and then what happens uh do we want to cover Kevin or Hermione first Hermione Okay, so Hermione meets with that rather intense gentleman we saw earlier. Mm. Yummy. <laughs> Delicious. I'll have a boy in that flavor, please. Remember, remember the first episode? Like, I haven't had a, I haven't had orange before. When yeah. talking about Archie, I'm trying to be flavor, but orange. Yeah. What the fuck flavor is this guy? No. Black licorice. Ew. But star anise is fine. It's fine. It's literally fine. Blackberry. Blackberry. Black raspberry. Black raspberry. That works. <laughs> yes. We're gonna go with that. Black rat. This gentleman in the leather jacket is a delicious black raspberry. A little tart, but it'll leave your tongue tingling. What the fuck did I just fucking say? <laughs> I don't know, but it works. <laughs> it's working for me. Uh, <laughs> I make I make desperation lon- uh, and loneliness work for me. So, um, <laughs> so Hermione's Nate Hermione. Oh, I cannot sit that way. My hips are unaligned. Okay. <laughs> I need to go to the chiropractor. <laughs> 20-something-year-old problems. Anyway. Yay. I remember Bones. Oh, my God. That series with David Boreanaz. <laughs> You're eight. How the <laughs> fuck can you remember Bones? Netflix. I remember him from The Angel and the Buffy. You're eight. <laughs> I also have Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> and baby girl's like, sup, bitch? You're in my... It's like... It's... Okay, you want to sit up here? Come on. Come on, pop. Yeah. Come on. Um. Good girl. Do you also remember Hulu? <laughs> uh, she's... Uh, it's revealed that she's she's been dealing with the Southside Serpents. Also, it's established in this episode that the biker gang is called the Southside Serpents, yes. and a lot of people have classist undertones with them. Yes. And uh, it's just like, didn't he? Didn't the guy say something about this? Isn't the this isn't the price we agreed on? Yeah. Or he said. Uh, Where's the rest of it? Yeah. And she's like, "Well, this is all of it, right?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll have to tell your husband." And, and then she's like, "Um, I think fuck not." It's. As as long as Hiram's in jail, you'll be dealing with me. Is that all right? And then he's just like, actually, hmm. you know, I think that's all right. Yeah. Have fun enjoy the movie, Hermione. And and we're and both of us are just like, mm. uh-huh. <laughs> I, I cannot make the sound louder than that. Hold on. <laughs> that's a fucking weird noise. <laughs> there we go. So, but <laughs> then unfocuses on them and then focuses on Veronica peering in from a corner, which sent me. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> just wide eyes, like watching her mom. So, 
<laughs> Hi, babe. Hi, pup. Hi, pup. So, shall we then talk about Kevin? We need to talk about Kevin. Okay. Kevin. Which part? The part where he goes to the snack stand and they're out of wieners when he <laughs> needs one in his life? Yeah. It's just like, hey, we're out of dogs. <laughs> that guy, is he named in this episode? I don't know. I don't know either, but that, like, let's call him Snack Dude. Snack Dude? Or just the snack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, no, Leather Jacket Dude's a snack. Mm. Or is he a whole damn meal? Mirror, mirror on the wall. <laughs> I'll say because, you know, I'm cute. Oh, speaking of, you know, I'm cute. Uh, there's an earlier scene with Hermione where she's uh, planning um, to go to the drive-in with Fred. And she tells Smithers this. I think she's trying to get, like, to her blanket. Oh, yeah, right. And just, like, lay down. She's like, let me just, let me just get up a little bit in here. Let me get in this blanket. Let me get in this blanket, me, me this blanket paper. <laughs> She's like, and uh, it's just, it's just like, well, it's uh, a, a, a woman going with an old friend is better than an old crone going alone. Then Smithers rightly says, ah, uh, you are not an old crone, Miss Hermione. I know. It was a joke, Smith. And I'm just like, I know I'm cute. I know I'm I know I'm a badass bitch. So Kevin goes to the snack snack shack, talks to Snack Cutie, and it's just like, we're all the dogs. <laughs> and it's just like, well, biggers. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, so all gay guys had to like eat hot dogs? Well, he ordered a lot of food in that, and that was kind of like, um, he ordered like gummy worms and more popcorn. Yeah, like all, 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 all sorts of stuff. Oh, yes. And then the hot dogs. We're just out of them. Were, was all that candy for him or Cheryl? I think the popcorn was for the rest of them, and everything else was for him. You okay, Pop? She's just like, I don't want to be fucking bothered. Leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. So, but then the cutie from the. Southside Swim's like, hey, you're not so tough with it without your beard, huh? Then Kevin's just like, it, a deer in headlights. Yeah. Cut to him, like, there's like, panting and like, like, the chain link fence, like, moving sounds as it's, it like, kind of crawls up and then goes to, like, their feet and then crawls back up and, crawl, and it goes up to this guy and Kevin making out. Now, you watch this with... Would you like to introduce the audience to Jason and his opinion? No, but I will anyway. <laughs> he, when he saw the Southside Serpent dude and Kevin making out, he's like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. I thought he was trying to get with that girl in the truck talking about Veronica because the blinders of straight men have no bounds basically it's just like what <laughs> like <laughs> like he did not read the statue whoa before. biker dude's gay <laughs> whoa so we, we so we find out that the biker dude's name is Joaquin and Kevin's like 
Here, give me your phone. And use it. Use it as much as you want. No. <laughs> and then Joaquin is rightfully like, Kevin Ke- Keller? As in, like, sh- sh- Sheriff Keller? And it's just like, yeah, is that a problem? And then Joaquin's like, uh, if you don't count this as a problem, and he shows off the Southside Serpent tattoo. And then Kevin, you're probably the dumbest move he's made this episode. Mm. I won't tell if you won't. Uh, to which I said, wow, these kids really need saving from their own genitals. <laughs> then cut to Archie and Miss Grundy. In one of the final scenes of the episode. Archie pawns off one of his guitars to gift a bow, a cello bow. A very to, nice one. A very nice one to Miss Grundy. And she's just like, oh my god, I can't, you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done this. And then... Archie's like, yeah, I really don't want to end our lessons, but I want to thank you for the music lessons. And and it's like, no, 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 you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to thank me, Archie. And then like her hand is like kind of trailing on his shirt, and to which I said, you've already thanked her with a duke. <laughs> I remember thanking. <laughs> and then, uh, they're about to like. Maybe kiss goodbye. And then Alice all but kicks open the door. Well, well, well. I told you, Fred. This is what happens when... With all this jazz and... Oh, please, Archie, tell us all about things. Tell tell us about what it all looks like. Because Betty keeps a very meticulous journal. And Betty's like, mouthing like, I'm sorry. I didn't want this to happen. And then it's just like, and Betty's asked something along. It's like, what is this about Miss Grundy? Like, mm-hmm. and then Alice, in the stupidest move she's made this episode, no, Betty, this isn't about anybody, but Archie. I want you to see the kind of man that he is. For realsies. <laughs> and I want you to stay the fuck away from him. And Fred rightfully calls her out like, this is about some stupid-ass grudge you have on my son? What the fuck is going on here on this day? <laughs> and they all start arguing, and then Archie's like, No, stop, stop! I mean, we can work this out or something, and then Miss Granny's like, No, fuck it, I'll quit. <laughs> He's like, I'll quit, I'll get my stuff, I'll be out of here. And... and it's just like, Fine, come along, Betty. And Betty's like, so we cut to uh veronica then talking with hermione i believe yeah and it's just like i saw you with that biker man are you a thug now are you a real g now mom and then hermione's like calm the fuck down you we were doing business your dad has long fingers metaphorically physically literally where was I? <laughs> the fact that you lost it at that. <laughs> so, no, Kayla, don't fucking go there. Do not go there. Don't stop it. Stop that right now. So Hermione is just like, look, I handle the business now that your father's in jail. Your dad is a businessman. He's not a thug. How dare you? It's okay. We're going to be fine. 
Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Metaphorically. <laughs> Literally. Where was I? <laughs> and then Veronica is like, press. I, I don't know. Okay, mom. If you, if you, if you don't think you can catch the Batman. <laughs> so we then cut to, I believe, Archie crying in a car. And then Fred just opens the door. Kind of like done with everything. Very tired. Long day of putting up with everyone else's Riverdale shit. Yeah, long day of putting up with everyone else's bullshit. And then he hugs Archie, and then Betty is kind of crying on her bed, and then uh, Alice, who I sympathize with in this scene only, Mm -hmm. like, look, your sister kept a lot of secrets from us. I will not have that with you, because I cannot lose another daughter. I need, and I want to keep you safe, and this is how I'll do it. Then Betty's like, what's my name, Mom? And I wasn't going to be gagged if Alice said Polly. (laughs) It's Elizabeth. Yeah, that's right. Elizabeth Cooper. I'm not Polly. And you cannot use, and Archie isn't Jason. And you can't use their story to ruin my and our lives. You can't control me like that anymore, Mom. Eh. (laughs) And Alice is just like, Betty texts Archie, I'm sorry. It's okay, you were trying to help. And then we cut to some Betty narration as she starts a new diary that's black instead of pink. Ew! Betty, I don't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> let me do this, let me do this. I think you should be fine, Betty. Okay, I'm gonna go. 
I love you. You're my star in my star life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Benny. It's Alice is just Alice is just gonna talk like that for the rest of the show. It's just like, Mom, you can't control me. I am not controlling you, Elizabeth. Honestly, I am perturbed. I am incensed. I am completely and utterly miffed at the idea of you saying that I control you. I am your mother. I'm also a better actress than you will ever be. I don't even know. I don't. The person imitating me has no idea even to say my name as an actress. Like Madge Chinami. I don't know how to say the name. The little umlaut on the A really throws him off. Elizabeth, you will come down. <laughs> <laughs> so, we then cut to some Betty narration, like telling her diary as Jughead watches the last film roll in the Twilight Drive-In. And he spray paints, Jughead Jones was here. But not before we realized that the drive-in was literally his home away from home. He was sleeping there, he was living there. So he gets out with all of his bags and like a poster or two. And then we see the intense gentleman with the leather jacket, Mr. Black Raspberry. Mm. Mm. I wish I could make that noise. It's just like, you know, that ruffian, that gentleman, he reminds me of a black raspberry. I don't know why. Some sort of tart and tangy. Betty, would you like some fruit? I'm just going to go into the kitchen. I'm just going to make some tea. Do you want anything? We have blueberry, raspberry, chances, even our green tea, green tea, lemon, green tea, lemon, honey, liver disaster, chips with honey, chips with oil, honey, vanilla, almond, roy, truffle, blue, blueberry, blueberry, camel, a little wana, custom comment, and Earl Grey. You already know this, Betty. <laughs> okay, I'll just make out some Earl Grey, okay? I'll be right back. Actually, are you sure that you don't want any, like, blueberry chamomile or any sort of fruit-flavored essences? You know, just a lovely mandarin, perhaps. I think I can get us some mandarins out at the store. I mean, if you'd like a mandarin, I can just go and shop for some. I haven't had a mandarin in a very long time. What about a blood orange? That sounds very festive, doesn't it, Betty? Well, I've got to go. I've got to go to work. Yeah, Mr. Black Raspberry, stay away from that. Tart and zingy and... I'm sorry, where was I? <laughs> I've got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye, Betty. <laughs> I hate that that's my new running thing. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> so, it's just like, so, uh, you know, they're probably going to tear all this down, you know. Leave it all and scrap it to the junkyard. And then Jughead's like, yeah, well, maybe they'll keep some aspects of it, rebuild in a hundred years, wonder who the hell we were. So where are you going to live now? I don't know. I'll figure it out, Dad. I always do. And in this scene, the actor who plays this gentleman, Monsieur... This scrumptious character. Monsieur Black Raspberry Jones, <laughs> is eye-fucking-the-camera. I pointed oh, this out yeah. to you. <laughs> and we were just, I'm just like, he has eye fucking the camera. And you're just like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. That's why I watch the show. <laughs> That's the only reason. Just for, well, 
you know, maybe maybe he'll show up again. Who knows? I hope so. I hope so. Just keep watching the show. <laughs> he seems he seems he seems rather charming. So seems with nice. with that, uh, do we have any rumors for this episode? Yes. What's One. your What's your rumor? Um, that Alice is so upset with uh, Betty and Archie's friendship is because she has a crush on Archie too. Oh. My rumor is that Hal secretly looks at gay porn just to feel alive in his marriage to Alice. Just to feel alive. Just to feel different. Love this. He wants to go rouse just because he wants to feel alive. Yeah, just feel alive. Okay. Like people who set small fires just to feel alive. I can dig it. It's just like Hal is like watching, I don't know, like something on X videos or something like that. And like Alice just walks in. Hal, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> oh, uh, nothing, Alice. Why is your computer open to such a suspicious sight to Hal? I mean, that seems rather interesting, and I haven't really seen anything like this before. I believe the Keller Boy is interested in things like this. Have you been talking to the Keller Boy lately, Hal? Are you suspiciously salacious and slanderous with the Keller Boy of Al? Is this petite? <laughs> Is this petite body perfect for a brute like you, Al? Do you like my lovely alliteration and pronunciation, Al? I'm going to get some blood oranges. Betty wanted some blood oranges. I'm just going to forget and decompartmentalize whatever I just saw on your computer screen. Because frankly, I still need my job at the Riverdale Register. And I believe that our marriage can work if I do not talk about anything with you. Well, uh, Alice, if you think that's best. I do think that's best, Al. What would you like from the store? Uh, just maybe some, like, cream sodas or something? You know, cream sodas are bad for your health. With that, <laughs> I've been I've been Caleb Wade, and you've been exhausted. <laughs> also known as Mary Miller. Thank you for joining us. I I forget the I forget the regular sign out. Do we even have a regular sign out? I don't Keep uncovering rumors, guys. Keep uncovering secrets. Dirty, dirty secrets. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.